What's up, lads, and welcome back to episode 56. Yeah, 56. So we're going to stick with OC's theme here, and we've been we've been picking like one athlete per episode kind of thing. But it's like you said, like there's a lot of numbers where there's multiple guys who or multiple athletes who r- represent that number well. And he came up with a concept that I think is like really relatable and like good for us to do on the show because we can kind of take these athletes and then talk about them in ways uh, that we would talk about if we were just sitting around having beers, like with each other kind of thing and like put it into that context in terms of maybe not breaking down their actual athletic ability, but just breaking down how they would perform in almost everyday tasks. So last episode we did Dikembe Mutombo against Russell Martin, who could drink more beers. And I think it was a hit. Like we, we, we're on opposite pages. And then by the end of it, you swung me over to picking Russ Martin as like definitely being able to drink more beers. And like, after I started thinking about it more and more, I was like, this guy's a clear cut winner. Like there's, it was almost silly that I even said Matumbo could even win. Like, I was thinking like, that's just astronomical at this point, like after the points you brought up and just comparing the heights and the weights. Well, the thing is, it was we brought up the Andre the Giant factor, which for yeah. those who don't know, this guy has is fabled to have had 108 beers in, in a night. Yeah. Uh, but then we're like, oh, I guess like Dikemi Mutombo is a, a big guy too. He could probably drink as much. But then we found out he was like an inch or a couple inches shorter and half the weight. Literally half the weight. So we're like, okay, maybe not then. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe not. Yeah. Because I think like the, the 50 to what it was like 40, 50 pound difference between russ martin and dikembe mutombo despite the like whole like solid foot and a couple inches like yeah i don't know it's not that big of a size difference to make that big of an impact like i think russ martin was like 5 10 215 and mutombo was 7 to 260 yeah so just proportionally like the amount of it sir like the amount of body mass that russ martin has to be able to hold and consume that beer i think is just better than matumbo's like matumbo's just too much of a lightweight almost at that point yeah i feel like russ martin is the kind of guy whose face just gets like really red when he drinks (laughs) you think so yeah i could just see that i could just see russ martin having a really like just beat red face is he like, what kind of like drunk do you think he is? Like, he's just like yelling, like super happy. I think he's a fighter, like, man. I could, oh, I could see fighter? him get angry. I could see him just being an angry drunk that just like challenges people to fights randomly. Yeah, just wants to go at anybody and everybody. Yeah. He also <laughs> might be the kind of guy who gets bloodshot eyes and just wears sunglasses at like just all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I could see that, man. I could see that. <laughs> just I like he's red, a, like face. He's a little guy, yeah. just heavy, like just wearing. I feel like he's got a flannel coat on for some reason. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I think that's his that's his mold right there. There's no yeah. way he's wearing like Gucci to the bar. Like he's no. wearing a white t-shirt, ripped jeans, like urban outfitters or something, ripped jeans and like <laughs> Converse and No, Mark's work warehouse all the way. Yes, Mark Mark's work warehouse. That's <laughs> definitely more fitting. A full Mark's work warehouse fit, top to bottom. Like he got from a the special. clearance rack. This guy yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. No, he's there to he's, he's there to drink man. and only drink. Yeah um so that was episode 55 we compared those two 55s and this one we're gonna do episode 56 one of the most iconic 56s i think to wear this number and one of the most iconic almost football players in terms of just like how he changed the game like he even i watched the blind side recently that, i was just gonna say yeah so like i didn't realize and I never would have put it together, but like at the beginning of the, of the movie, like they literally start talking about how Lawrence the, Taylor, the like inside linebacker is the second highest paid player after the quarterback. Yeah. And he like started this trend of them because of how important they are. And I was like, never, just never even thought about that. And I was like, Oh damn, like, okay, Lawrence Taylor, like this is a good one. So I went through and picked Lawrence Taylor and then yeah, McGee, you brought up to me because I called you and I was like, hey, let's figure out some 56. Like, I don't know who to pick. And who was your first pick at number 56? My first pick. Yeah. NHL Hall of Fame member inducted in 2019. 771 points in 1,068 games as a D-man, including 77 apples in his first full NHL season. I believe it was 78 games played. Yeah. Uh, 6'1", 198 pounds, and a two-time Stanley Cup champ 
for the 1994 New York Rangers and the 1999 Dallas Stars. My first pick at 56 was Sergei Zubov. So I think that's a solid pick. And I'll break down Lawrence Taylor's statistics here. So just, we got Sergei Zubov facing off against Lawrence Taylor, linebacker, 13 seasons with the New York Giants, two-time Super Bowl champion, the Football Hall of Fame, 6'3", 237 pounds, 132 and a half career sacks, 1,089 tackles, Lawrence Taylor. So these two fine gentlemen in episode Both two-time 56, champions. Both two-time champions. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, what a and both Hall of Famers. I mean, they will be facing careers. off in a chess match. So we took these two incredible athletes. Both excelled in their sports. Hall, like you said, Hall of Famers. Both two-time champions. And we're going to put them in a battle of the wits. Okay. Okay, so a winner-takes-all chess match. Sergey Zubov. Lawrence Taylor, who are you picking? Um, this is so difficult. I feel like football is a sport where it's like it's kind of way more similar to chess than hockey is in terms of all the, all the moving pieces and and kind of like I don't know. I, I feel like football is just very chess like. So Lawrence Taylor probably has that has that edge mentally. But then again, I don't know if I can discredit. Um, Sergey, he's a puck moving D-man, sees the ice well. I can only assume he's got he's got a good like, head on his shoulders. And also, I'm pretty sure like the uh, the Soviet Union, the Russians like take their chess pretty seriously. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, like I don't know, you know, Bobby Fischer, he was like this like chess player. I'm pretty sure he had a, a chess match match in Russia or something, and then he like just disappeared. No I way. I, I, yeah, something like that. Like I, I, I could be completely wrong, but all I know is he's like missing, and there's a whole like conspiracy that there was this like battle for like. During the Cold War, like a battle for like chest uh, prominence. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I, I think I'm gonna go to go Sergey Zubov, man. I'm I'm scared of those Russians. I think that they they don't mess around when it comes to their chess. And I think yeah. this guy's got a good a good um, strategic mind. I mean, 77 apples. He sees the ice well. He he's a, he's a strategist. So I, I I'm gonna go with Sergey on this one. Yeah, I think this is a good competition for these two because like both ways they they aren't just like brute force athletes you know like they're they it kind of just worked out well how this one matches up because i kept thinking like i, I might pick sergey here but because sergey like he sees the ice he sees the play ahead of time he knows like where this where this piece has to go because if this forward drops back like is he going to be able to pinch is his d-man going to be able to cover if he's breaking out of the zone and a guy's covering like the centerman up the middle is the short side winger open or is he going to have to reverse d to d like all things like that he gets the puck at the point is he going back down half wall is he going cross d to d does he have a shot on net is he taking the shot on net or is he looking for a tip at the side but then on the flip side lawrence taylor the position he played Football is so, as much as it is just banging bodies and just crashing like bull in a china shop type thing, like there's so much strategy involved. Like you line up on that line, you you don't even think about the the sets that they're going into. Like you're lining up head on at a guy, but you aren't blocking that guy. Like you're blocking the guy across from him, hitting him, bouncing off, hitting the next guy. Like you have to read the 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 type of attack that the defensive line is coming at you with and how you're going to defend against it, where your quarterback's going to be. And then you have to consider what you think they're going to do and what your team, your play actually is that you're running and how you're going to defend. Like just like all the stuff that like combined into one, I think Lawrence Taylor takes this one for me just because of how differently strategic football is to hockey. Like, I think yeah. the strategic mind of Lawrence Taylor is going to be so, so advanced of like, how is he, how he thinks through everything before the move is made before every single play. And like, I think about it too, in chess, you're sitting down and you're like one play at a time, one piece at a time. So in football, you have like one play and stop and it like resets and now you have to think about a new move a new play mm -hmm. a new type of attack or defense and you're like how am i going to go from here how, how do we advance because playing on like a third and eight is going to be different than playing a third and three 
you know what I mean? Like the, the downs and stuff and like all the, as you're going through. So it changes. Whereas yeah. in hockey, for the most part, it's pretty much the same all the way through and it's happening as you go. Like it's just nonstop moving. So I don't know. I just feel like just because of chess and the ability to slow it down and take it step by step, Lawrence Taylor could take this one for me. You know, I think you're, I think you may have swung me there. I agree that I think football is more, um, there's kind of more room where you need to be adaptable and kind of adjust on the fly. Right. Just because there's more moving pieces. Um, and, and like you said, I, you kind of got to adapt and, and see what, how the play kind of develops, which is similar to chess where the, the move is made. I don't know, like QB sneak, you kind of read that and you're like, okay, you adjust accordingly. And yeah, I think his uh, 132.5 career sacks speak for himself. I mean, he's pretty good at adjusting on the fly and, and kind of, uh, I don't know, calculating that next move. And I think allowing him at football is not, not to say that hockey isn't a fast paced sport because it is. Yeah. But I just think that like Lawrence Taylor crashing and banging, if you give him that time to just sit down and like remove the whole physical like high pace atmosphere yeah he might even be more more calculated and more strategic in his decision making so hey that's a good i think you swung me man okay there i think that's a good one like in both ones here we've ended up picking the same but we started off on different pages yeah and i think it's funny too because like we could just like be like bullshitting and be like oh yeah we picked this guy we picked that guy but like we legitimately both picked different people in each episode and have ended up swinging the other person to our side and being like, okay, no, you're right. Like I didn't think about that. So like, I think these are pretty, this is a pretty good segment to do here. This was a good one. I I like these matchups. Um, and the thing is the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Like you got these matchups, all the, any, any single task under the sun, like who could tie your shoes faster? Yeah. Seriously. Like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Sergey I just, for me, it was just like the, the Russian factor. Yeah, I don't know. That's something. Something about the Russian factor. Just like I feel like chess is, is wild there. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Lawrence Taylor as well. So wait, wait to swing me. That was a good, uh, good thought process behind your your deliberation. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. I really like planned that one out. Like why I thought he would win and what the what the strategy was, the facts and stats behind it. Yeah. Like yeah, this is this is surefire. Like this is it. This is the winner for me. I do think it's funny though that we ended up having these guys as our competition especially doing a chess match because once we picked the chess match you said it and then i can get it out of my head and it was that commercial i think it's like the fedex commercial um where he's like checkmate sergey yeah. <laughs> like after you said that i was all i could think about so that's an, such an iconic commercial. It's so funny and it's like so quotable. Like I, I remember in elementary school, just walking around, it wouldn't even be like complete in context at all, but you just like walk around to your buddies and you're like, checkmate, Sergey, Chao Chung. And it was like <laughs> so quotable. Know, yeah. Everybody would know how to follow up. I think it'd be, that's what Lawrence Taylor yeah. would say to Sergey Zubov as he puts <laughs> yeah. Checkmate, Sergey. Yeah. Chao. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. So, so that just apply that. It works perfectly. It works yeah, it perfectly. literally works so perfectly and it just fit this one so well. Like, I, I just want to get into now uh, a master debater segment because we've talked about, we've had all these lists and I feel like a master debaters is more of lists and going back and forth and talking about what fits in here and what we're missing and what we aren't and why we think these things fit rather yeah. than going head to head into certain stuff. So for this master debaters, I think we should get into best or like favorite commercials of all time. Oh, master debaters. I love master debating. Okay, so uh, some of the commercials, like first off, the FedEx Checkmate Sergey is so good. So you're saying that FedEx is reliable for shipping less urgent stuff to the U.S. too? That's exactly what I'm saying. Checkmate, Sergey. There's just so many moving pieces in that one. Like, I'm pretty sure at one point he's in his office doing like Zen stuff. There's sand everywhere. He's like levitating. And then he's playing chess against the guy. And like, it's just all different pieces that add up just to, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what the point of the commercial was. Like, it's a FedEx commercial. What could they I possibly think, be I doing? I think they're trying to say how like versatile they are, but. I, I don't know. I could be wrong because I, I remember like at one point he was like making an ice sculpture. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. While, while he puts the guy in checkmate with his other hand, he's doing like a tattoo on his own back. Yes, yes. So like, I, yeah, I, I guess it's like we could do anything kind of type, type thing. 
Yeah, but. I kind of thought it was more of like a, it saves you time to do all these other things that you want to well, do. Well, that, that could be it FedEx is. I would, wasn't too. sure. But like that one is such a good one. Uh, it's so funny and just so quotable. So to get into some other ones here, one of my favorite all-time commercials, and I think it's so funny because it's just very quotable, is it's a Kmart commercial. So, so what they were doing is they had just released like their ability to ship items. So you can buy items online and have them shipped to you, I guess. And um, they just are like interviewing all these people in Kmart. It's obviously fake. It's like a setup commercial. But as they're going through, they turned like the fact that they shipped something into just a play on words. Ship my pants right here. Ship my pants, you're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow, I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. I just shipped my pants and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nightie. I just shipped my bed. They keep talking about how they shipped all these things, but they keep putting it in terms of like as if they shit this so it's like all these it's so funny because it's like this old couple like i just shipped my bed like i just shipped my 90s like all these things and it's so quotable just because of how funny it is and like how they just turn that play and work play on words of like what they shipped into just making it like a little bit dirty but just so catchy and so funny that is i love that one I completely forgot about that commercial until you brought it up um, when we were coming up with these the, this list. Like one of my one of my like, well, one of my favorite commercials, the one that stands out to me is the uh, I think the the Wiserhood uh, like the Welcome to the Wiserhood is the uh, the Society of Uncompromising Men. Yes, and there's one there's one where like this wo- woman's like oh it gives her like purse to her husband yeah you know, like I gotta go check something out in the store like can you hold this for me he's holding some like hot pink like bag in the middle of the mall <laughs> yeah and then yeah. he's like looking around and like drops it and then takes like a shopping bag and like it's like he's picking up like dog shit where he's like putting yeah, it inside yeah. out of his hand and then folds it and like holds it with like a bag and all of a sudden it pans over these guys just then he slow clap like <laughs> yeah, commending him for that like, like like legs up legs the- crossed yeah yeah welcome to the society of uncompromising men Welcome to the Westerhood. Yeah, yeah, that one is what so a commercial good. that is. And there's a whole series of like that, that I'm doing. I uh, I can't remember what some other like scenarios were in that in that commercial, but essentially they were all the same thing of all these guys like big brain moves to like I gotta not lose their man card or whatever. I don't right. know. Who knows? But yeah, it was just like pretty funny. I'm like, I always got a good chuckle at those ones. Um, okay, another one that I think is pretty good, just because it's like really short and sweet, is the one where the camel is walking around the office. And he just keeps saying, he's like, I don't, I don't remember everyone's names in it, but like for context, sake, like, I'll just use some random names here, but he's like walking around in the office and he's like, guess what day it is, Jerry, guess what day it is, Karen. And like, he's going through and then it's like, at the end, he's like, it's hump day. And then the Geico guys, it pans to them and they're like playing the banjo. If you remember. Oh how they yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, uh, saving, saving money on car insurance will make you happier than a camel on hump day. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I, like, I like that the theme of the commercial. It's so funny. It's just like so short and simple, but like, it's so funny and so memorable. So that's the thing with commercials. It's like not, not like not, nothing really has to make sense. No, like the one that stands out to me, as long as it's like kind of just, it's just like memorable is really yeah. all it is. Like the one thing that stands out to me is like, we, we added this later to the list, which I couldn't, I couldn't believe because this is one of those commercials again, like you, you probably haven't seen it in years, but as soon as I say these three words, everything will rush back to you. And that's puppy monkey baby. Puppy, monkey baby. Yes. And it's just this ridiculous Mountain Dew commercial where this like weird creature is like jumping all over this dude and like licking his face. And I couldn't tell you the point of the commercial, but it's just a random, a random like creature that's just a high energy dude, and, and it's just ridiculous. But you're you're never forget, gonna forget the puppy monkey baby. Yeah, and even if you do, they're like puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby. Yeah, they're just like just like <laughs> spamming those words like. That's all the guy says, and then yeah. it's just like playing this little beat to the background. It's kind of like a little catchy, like "Puppy Monkey Baby." Puppy. Yeah, and then yeah, Puppy it's dope. Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. Yeah, it's kind of hard <laughs> to say fast. It is. It's like a tongue twister. Uh, but yeah, yeah that, that, that really was one. Good. Yeah, because it's like I didn't even know. Honestly, I didn't even know it was a Mountain Dew commercial until like I googled it prior to recording this episode. Right, but you just but I like I remember the Puppy Monkey Baby. Yeah, yeah, 
Another one that's just like so random, which I remember too, uh, is the E-Trade monkey. And they would always just get the monkey to do some random stuff. Like he was just doing nothing relevant to E-Trade. So like the one in particular that I think thinking of, and I kind of watched prior to was he, it's like these two older guys sitting in a garage and they're playing like cha-cha music or something. And the monkey is wearing an E-Trade t-shirt and he runs up, jumps on a garbage can between the two guys and is just like dancing to cha-cha music, wearing an E-Trade shirt. And then 15, 20 seconds goes by and it just comes up on the screen and it says, well, we just wasted 2 million bucks. What are you doing with your money? And it's like so funny because it's like literally it's such an irrelevant commercial. Like, why do you have a monkey wearing an E-Trade t-shirt talking or dancing to cha-cha music? And it's like an E-Trade company about saving money and like how you can go about saving and investing your own money. Like, well, we just wasted 2 million bucks. <laughs> just acknowledging how irrelevant and useless it was. Wow. I think like, that concept is so funny. I love that how people like get paid to I mean, like advertising to be a sweet gig because you literally yeah. get paid just to come up with the most obscure, like random ideas. Um, and like, man, I feel like commercials with animals just like hit differently because there are so many ones I remember that just have animals in them. Yeah. Like the one I can think of, it's like this rich, I think it's a direct TV commercial. And it's this Russian guy. He walks into the room. He's like, opulence. I has it. Opulence. I has it. And he's, got like, <laughs> he's got like solid gold plated everything. And he, at one point in the commercial, he like sits down near the end talking about like after his direct TV like spiel. And he sits down and he's got this like miniature giraffe that's like sitting on a little. Yeah, it's not even like a baby giraffe. Him. It's literally like a miniature giraffe. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just perched on this pillow. And he like look at the end of the commercial, like the script is done. And him and the giraffe just like look at each other. And then, like, the draft, like, gives him, like, a kiss on the cheek or something. Like, it's like, what? Yeah. And then he turns back to the camera and he does, like, that maniacal, like, Russian laugh. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just kisses, like, a little mini giraffe that's, like, sitting on a gold pillow. Yeah. Oh, it's you know what so reminds other Speaking of mini animals and going off this animal trend, the house hippo. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I Dude, I honestly, when I, when I was growing up, I thought the house hippo was so real for the long, really? like, probably way longer than I sh- should probably admit. Like I-, I wanted that thing so bad. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I wish I could have my own house hippo. Yeah. And I thought it was the coolest thing. And then like somebody broke the news to me. I'm like on my 16th <laughs> birthday. There's no house hippo. <laughs> yeah. What? what? Wait a minute. What's this all been about? Like, what, what have I been doing? What Are I you also going to tell me the tooth fairy isn't real? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's next? What's yeah. Next? No, the house hippo commercial is so memorable. I just remember him being like in the little, he's in a bag of chips. Not yeah. even like a party size bag of chips. One of those like little ones, little packs you get from Subway. Yes. Just, like inside one of those. Yeah. You know what else is Great a good mini one? Remember when McDonald's had those mini hockey sticks and they would give them in the little cases? Yeah, man. And they were promoting those. So they had like the little mini goalie on the ice. Yeah. And yeah I can't yeah. remember. I'm trying to think of like all the lines, but it, I just remember the one that sticks out is he like slides. Oh, oh, he's like, okay. So a couple of them, he's like, poke check. And he's like, yeah, and he goes, checks guys and nice stuff. try, and no like, goal off. Yes, that's the one I can always remember. Nice try, no goal off. Stack them up. Extra maple syrup. <laughs> Merveilleux. Lovely. See you in the highlight reel. Quick, quick, like a shot. Check. Sensational. Nice try, no goal off. Like book check, <laughs> dude. Funny, funny enough. Like I, I saw that commercial pretty recently. I, I don't even know how, but then uh, my buddy at school and I started like an NHL be a pro, and we named our guy Sergey Pakizin, which was like the name of the guy. Oh from, really? He was like the player in the mini stick commercials. Where right, he's right. the new guy. It's like, oh, that's Sergey Pakizin. And he's all the spinoramas and just like ripping on the goalie, like just this little tiny player. But yeah, those ones are great. Yeah, those ones are so funny. Uh, some other sports ones that I think are really good. The one is uh, the ESPN Kobe Bryant commercial with Jalen Rose. I don't know if you remember, but like I'll give a little bit of context because once you know like what the context is, it's a little bit funnier. But basically, Kobe Bryant, one game, funny enough, it's against the Raptors. Um, the guy who was guarding him was Jalen Rose, and he drops 81 points on Jalen Rose. So ESPN does this commercial. And Kobe is sitting in like this booth at a really fancy restaurant and Jalen Rose comes over and says hi to Kobe and they have like a brief encounter and the waiter comes over. A drink, Mr. Bryant? Yeah, I'll have a, uh, a vodka martini. How many olives would you like? 81. Uh, he asks how many olives he wants and he's like, 
looks at Jalen Rose right in the eyes, straight face, and he's like, 81. <laughs> he dropped 81 points on Jalen Rose. And Jalen Rose just like standing there, like dead face, just looking at him. And he's just like nods. <laughs> I think that Dude, one was so funny. Like, yes, I mean, like, yo, that, that's you got to have respect for Jalen Rose for, for going along with that. Like, having yeah. a good sense of humor. Yeah. Like, like being that's able pretty to put that's, up that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough soak, but yeah. It's ESPN Kobe, had some other good ones too. Like one of the ones that sticks out as well is the, uh, they had Ovechkin. He's in the ESPN office in like his full capitals gear. He comes down from the ceiling on like the, uh, like a, uh, James Bond or like a mission impossible type, like line out of the ceiling. And he gets like all these files. He's looking through the ESPN <laughs> files in the dark. And then like someone comes in and they're like, Oh, Ovi, what are you doing? Like, you're not like some Russian spy, are you? And they, he's like, ha and they just both start laughing. And then the guy just like leaves the room. Ovi like looks up in the ceiling and Kuznetsov is like peering through the hole in the ceiling <laughs> in the panel. And he's like, did you get the files? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Dude, the NHL always used to have way better commercials. Like there was the one with like Peter Forsberg, like in the, in the guy's bed with him and his wife. And it's like, it's like the NHL playoff commercials. And Peter Forsberg was like in full gear laying in uh in bed with this guy and his wife and then it's like hey, like can you get the light and he like turns and just smacks the light with his stick and like shatters it. oh yeah okay i yeah. remember that and there's another one like, that these, now yeah these three dudes like these three kind of like lame looking guys and they're in like a hotel together and like they're having this like lame night like they're each like sipping on a beer in a circle and then they're like oh like we're getting some Swedish twins up to the room. Like Swedish oh, twins. Yeah. Swedish. And then like there's a knock at the door and all the guys are like super excited because these Swedish twins are coming and they open the door it's like Henrik and Daniel Sedin, like in yeah. their full gear. And then he's got like a little boom box and they put it down and press play. <laughs> or no, one of the guys does. He just like presses play. And then like Henrik and Daniel just like, like just dancing. Yes. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that one. Actually, I'd forgot about that until you just said it. That's That one was pretty jokes. The NHL did have some pretty good commercials. Um, one of the other like ones that I thought was funny because it kind of combines like a regular office commercial to sports equipment and stuff uh Reebok ran a commercial and it was for the Super Bowl a while back and the guy was Jerry Tate and the concept if you like go on YouTube you search up it's called office linebacker and oh yeah it's supposed to improve efficiency so like if someone's hanging out by the water cooler Jerry Tate like he's in full gear he just comes over and just lays people out like you're just slacking off he just comes and lays you out <laughs> like you're talking to someone in the hallway just gets decked and he was like increasing office efficiency and stuff and then they called him the office linebacker <laughs> so that one was pretty good uh i always like those most interesting man the dosakis like most interesting man in the world ones yeah uh and they were just like a series you could follow along and be like oh wow like, that's pretty cool but i saw a commercial more recently which I thought was good. It's kind of a it's kind of a layered commercial because like there's a few things you got to know okay. for the for the commercial to make sense to you. It's a craft dinner commercial, and one let me just like preface this by saying, craft dinners had some good commercials in the past. They've had the the, the distraction noodle, which is the one where yeah. the noodles all over the guy's face moving around, and then like yeah. he looks down and his Katie's gone and his buddy's eating it. But this one, this commercial is like I saw it for the first time this weekend actually on Friday, and. Uh, it's it was a KD commercial and it was like started off by like just a bowl of KD and it slowly like zoomed out and it was like this dude eating KD and you see like all these like gold albums on the on the wall and then you see like a bottle of like Dijon ketchup beside um, the bowl of KD and I I thought that was pretty cool because one thing you got to know is the bare naked ladies are a group you got to know that they're a group that exists yeah two you need to know one of their songs if I had a million dollars. Three, you need to know one of the lyrics in the song is that like if they had a million dollars, they'd still eat craft dinner. Yeah. Except oh, yeah, they yeah, buy yeah. really yeah. expensive ketchups with it, like Dijon ketchup. So it's kind of like a, just like a kind of like referencing the song with the lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies, like Stephen Page. I don't even know if he's the lead singer, but he he's eating the <clears throat> like the KD like D, with Dijon ketchup, just like he says. So I saw that. I'm like, oh shit, like that that's pretty hype. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. It's clever. I love the distraction noodle one. He's like, yeah, keeps like looking up and like the noodle moves on the guy's face. And then he looks down and his bowl is just empty and his buddy like munches all of his KD. It's so good. Um, yeah. I usually just like love the sports ones. Like another one that was really good. I used to like watch it before I would go to minor hockey games or like listen to it was the uh, Nike Destiny commercial. I don't know oh, if you yeah. remember that one, but it's like, 
Destiny doesn't get up and do this in the morning. Destiny doesn't do that. And then it goes to like Jordan Eberle because it was after he scored that goal of 5.3 seconds against Russia. And he's like, With five seconds left, Destiny panics. Like, I love that one. That one used to give me uh, goosebumps just watching. I get like so fired up. I was ready to run through a wall. <laughs> like, so you'd watch that on the way to games? Uh, like I would watch, I would be in my house. Like I, so first of all, I saved the audio as like an MP3. Cause back then you, I didn't have like a phone. Yeah, yeah, so I can YouTube MP3, it. of course. Yeah, So I would just like save it as an MP3 on my phone. So like before, while I'm getting ready in my room, I would pl- watch it. And then in the car on the way there, I'd have like my headphones in. I'd like listen to it on the way, <laughs> like get ready yeah, to run, yeah. run through a wall. I'd just be so hyped after. Who was the guy that always did like, um, those like motivational speeches, like something Dave Earl Davis or like, oh, uh, um, and he always had the one like talking about like how Beyonce doesn't sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as bad you, as you want to breathe, you want to breathe, you'll be, then you'll be successful. Yeah, yeah. Those were sick. I used to listen to those ones. I had like a playlist of it. It was like, okay, these are my a little off topic from the commercials, but these were like my hype uh, speeches. Was or like getting ready was the Nike Destiny. Miracle on Ice speech. I knew every single word. Al Pacino's Any Given Sunday. That's a good inch by inch. Or yeah. A, yeah uh, look at the guy one. next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch for you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just so hype. Um, and then that one. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name right now. That's kind of bothering me. But yeah, he's like, uh, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And it starts he off. You have like a like, bunch of them. He's yeah, like, that, that one starts one. off and he's like, so there was this guru, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was this guru. Like, and they yeah. go and like train on the beach at like four in the morning and stuff. Yeah, that one's so There's a little video that goes along with it of these guys working out and shit. But yeah. the, the, I would never, I was never really big. I watched those ones, but I wouldn't really listen to them pregame. My pregame like YouTube consumption was like, I'd, I'd alternate between like Scott Stevens, Adam Foote, and Chris Pronger highlights. And I just get so fired up because like that's how I wanted to play. I just wanted to be like an asshole in the ice who just like killed guys. Fair. And I'm just like, yo, I just love that shit. So I would throw on their highlights and like, wow, I would just get so fired up to see Adam Foote's last shift in the nhl where he goes absolutely he goes off and like knocks the guy's stick like 40 feet in the air and like an absolute yeah. legendary shift he's just knocking guys down in the corner i'm like oh man that's awesome getting just I'm so fired yeah. up yeah yeah, uh, yeah that would get me so fired up okay back to the commercials just to like wrap <laughs> yeah. this up quickly uh i feel like we're kind of we kind of didn't mention some of the really good ones uh so skittles taste the rainbow they had yeah. a bunch that got banned. Like there's one where the guy's having sex with his wife and then he just like sprays Skittles everywhere. I know that one, it like literally got released. It just got banned after the fact. You can find it if you go on YouTube. Um, all the Old Spice ones, pretty much before Terry Crews became the Old Spice guy. So Isaiah funny. Mustafa. Like, Isaiah Mustafa was the OG Old Spice guy. And those were the commercials, which I'd say like introduced the randomness to like tv ads look at your man now back to me now look at your man now back to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm the man your man can smell like Like, it's uh and then at the end it's like i'm on a horse and then it's like what he's just like all over the place i'm on i'd never see like random commercials like that and the old spice ones kind of came and changed the game and then a lot of companies tried to like almost copy them and make like just add a random element to their copy monkey baby (laughs) yeah yeah I, i guess case in point but yeah, yeah, the old spicy. Oh, it has to be the old, uh, the OG Isaiah Mustafa as the old spice guy because, yeah, he was legit. He was he was the real deal, and those commercials yeah. actually were really good. So then, uh, also Jack Link's beef jerky. They just had some good ones with like feed your wild side and all that stuff, like the yeah. Sasquatch in the forest and not uh, Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. All the different ones, like the one with Betty White, iconic. I find. Yeah, like, that's a good one. I remember there's one. The Pepsi has good commercials because not only did they do uh, Uncle Drew, I believe yeah, Pepsi yeah. did Uncle Drew. They did another one with uh, Jeff Gordon, the NASCAR driver, right? Where he's wearing a disguise and goes to like this car dealership and takes out a Camaro for a test drive, right? And he's they have like hidden cameras all over the place inside this car. And he takes the the guys like who's he's going on a test drive with just some random employee of the of the dealership like selling him this car. Oh no! And he's like, okay, let's see how it goes. And he goes and rips out of the lot and like drives around and gets down to like he drives down to like a local track and starts ripping around and like he's a professional race car driver. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Flying and the guy's like, holding onto the holy shit handle <laughs> like completely. He's like no idea who it is. There's Jeff Gordon in disguise. He's got like a little goatee on or something if I remember correctly. But 
that, that would be good. that's a hype commercial uh coca-cola has that like iconic one with mean joe where he gives the like little kid a uh, coke in the hallway hey, and he's like catch thank yeah thanks yeah. mean joe and like they play that one they play that commercial in Slapshot. i'm pretty sure or like in i don't know maybe it's not in Slapshot. maybe it's in like miracle on ice so they cut to the commercial and then back to the game it's like something like that it's in one of those two movies but like it's just i find that one just, they, like, yeah they like one. spoof like, it on like family guy too yeah thanks that, mean joe yeah, it's just an iconic so commercial uh, this one is like kind of off the board. Uh, this is like my last one I'll, I'm going to talk about here. It's the, it was never on like North American TV. You, but you probably would have seen this one online. If you've ever seen the video clip of the guy fighting the bear down by the river. Have you ever seen that one? I've seen a video of a guy punching a kangaroo in the face. Oh yeah. That's, that's not a commercial though. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I just, I just like that video. <laughs> um, there's one where it's a guy fighting a bear by a like a creek and oh you know what i think i have seen that it's for a uk company it's called john west salmon and i i think the concept of it was like the salmon is so good like you'll fight the bear for the salmon so the bear and the person are like slapping each other back and forth like trying to get the salmon is it the one where <laughs> they like, kind of they play it off as like it's like a cotton on the camera like it's kind of like shitty like yeah, camera yeah, yeah. Work. it looks like it's like actually and they, happened. yeah they make it look like a phone video of something oh shit like look, look at this and the guys are just yeah. going back and forth yeah i have seen that yeah. one so that's that's like my last one i think that one yeah. so I, I think it's a good place to leave it off i mean yeah. i think we touched on again again if we missed any commercial oh i got one more and yeah. i know we recently mentioned jordana perdini recently for sending us that remix of uh oh my god what did he send us again he sent us the, the remix of one of the songs we mentioned a few episodes sandman ago. The Sandman remix. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But I remember like we were playing on the same team growing up and we were huge Call of Duty guys. And we used to game all the time together. And then when Black Ops 2 first came out in like whatever year it did, they had that commercial uh, called The Replacer with John Abruzzi, uh, who was in Prison Break. And then like he would like, his role was like, oh, once Call of Duty came out, you'll have no time to do your like regular day-to-day tasks. So this guy's responsibility is to like take your role. And he, uh, he would, like, come in and, like, they had little clips of, like, things he, like, the services he offered. So, one, he was, like, helping, like, this guy's wife deliver a baby and this guy wasn't <laughs> yeah, in yeah. there because, like, he's playing COD. And then everyone's, like, oh, I'll visit your grandparents. I'll, like, whatever. Like, do, like, go to your work. And then yeah. he's, like, hitting on some, like, office person. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. They just have little clips uh, and tidbits of the services. But, yeah, me and Jordan, I used to watch that shit and die. Love that commercial. Yeah, I, I didn't think I had ever saw it. And you told me to go watch it, so I went and watched it. It's so funny. Like, he's literally just doing everyday tasks. He's got slicked back hair, face, like, facial hair. He's wearing a suit, and he's just in all these, like, casual situations. The one that he was doing, he's, like, assembling furniture. It's, like, Ikea furniture. Like, he's, like, it's supposed to have this many or like whatever yeah. this is supposed <laughs> yeah. to go there and he's like throwing things like just as if like a normal like husband trying to set the stuff up is yeah. yeah it's really funny it's worth watching the, the one i like the one little clip i like is when it's like oh like scooping or no he's like working at the zoo or something and he's like scooping like monkey shit and then like he looks over and like the monkey like makes some weird face at him and he like snaps the shovel in half he's like hey <laughs> and like, tries yeah. to like threaten the monkey yeah, but and yeah. He's like you're gonna be cleaning my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good stuff. Good commercials. But yeah, that's yeah. a good master debaters. I think we, I think we like got some pretty good ones. Yeah. If we missed, if we missed any, if there are um, commercials that stick out to you as being like all time commercials, let us know. Yeah. But I think we did a pretty good good job of of, of hitting the good ones. Okay, uh, McGee. I kind of wanted to talk to you about this because it it was something that made me I've thought about with the masters coming up. Yeah. And then it just made me start thinking about sports in general and how fans in the stands kind of affects the performance of games and stuff. So with all of the COVID stuff going on, most sports haven't had fans in the stands and it's kind of being like a big debate topic as to how that affects the play, how it affects adv- like home and away advantages and all this stuff. And it was thinking like, yeah, cheering definitely boosts morale for the team that's being cheered for. And it can also distract the team that is like the opposing team. Like you think in football, when the offense is trying to call play and the whole stadium is going berserk, so you can't like hear anything. But then I was relating it to golf and it's like in golf, it's quiet while you play. But then after you take a shot, everyone claps. Right, like you hit a good shot and everyone's clapping. Like, oh, you stuck it three feet from the from the pin from the fairway and everyone claps. And it was like, 
how relatable is that? And I was like wondering, like, is there anything else where people clap for people doing jobs? And then the one thing I thought about, and it's like one of those things where anytime I go and do this and I see it happen, it's not like I'm like mad about it or anything like that. I just don't understand the concept of it myself is people who clap for the pilot when they land the plane. Yeah, right. Man. Like I don't understand I... the concept of that. It's like it's their job. <laughs> can we turn? Can we turn that into? Okay, the, okay. I need to turn that into a be better. Okay. Because I have, I have like, the more that when you're saying that, like I'm just thinking of a lot, like just some stuff racing around upstairs that like I just need to like sort out and just discuss, bounce it off you, right. find out where you're sitting at. And like, yeah, you're right. Other than the professional athletes and like entertainers, which are, that is their job, they get applause. Right. But airplane pilots need, well, people who clap for airplane pilots need to be better. And here's why. I think that flying in a plane is the safest way to travel statistically. Right. It's not like you're putting your life on the line every time you get into a plane. Right. You people, if, if I get on a go bus and I go from Waterloo to Toronto two hours or, or I travel cross country, whatever. If I get on a train and grow, you don't know who claps for those uh, drivers. No. What no. The, is it just because you're in the sky? You're still safer. <laughs> yeah. Like what the hell? You're, you're yeah. it's the safest way to travel. Yes. Statistically, it's the safest way to travel. And I don't know. I don't know why they, they think that pilots deserve applause. Yeah. I would like you don't get out of your Uber and you like clap. You yeah. just say like thank you, have a good day, off yeah. on your own. You're like you're and on they, your way. There's more of a chance you you, you die in an, in an Uber than in an airplane. Right. So, yeah. So what the hell? Like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But like, you're but not the thing I will say, cab I, like, or off the bus. I would like understand it if it was like a whole like Sully situation, like the miracle in the Hudson River, like you guys right, pull like, multiple right. barrel rolls and then like somehow pull. Like, in which case, like I'd be the first one giving the pilot a standing out. St- yeah, you're. Literally- yeah, but like, yeah, light <laughs> yeah. the candle, like yeah. But yeah, man, like you can't applaud pilots. And I was trying to think of a comparison before I'm like, what well, people who, who applaud pilots are made the same people who pay an exact change. That was like <laughs> a terrible thing. Was just the first one that came to my mind. But right. like you cannot apl- applaud a pilot unless he deserves the applause. Right. Statistically speaking, you should applaud your, your taxi drivers, your Uber drivers, your, your train conductors. Yeah, your boat. Oh, whatever. Captains. Your parents, your boat. Yeah, any any other vehicle before you applaud pilots. Every time I drive anybody now, when I stop the car and like park at the destination, I'm gonna like ask them. Lock all the me. doors until you <laughs> receive that applause. Please start clapping. Uh, yeah. You cannot exit the vehicle until you clap. Thank you. It's like when they're on the plane, they're like, "Please be seated until the like the plane has fully like parked and is at the station, and you're not supposed to like yeah. unbuckle your seatbelt." And it's like, yeah, okay, I, you, you can't get out until you applaud for me, actually. <laughs> Thank you. That's crazy. No. I think, and like, I don't know, COVID has been such a weird time for flights as well. Not that I've been on one recently, but like, right. for some reason, I've seen more like plain, um, like, I don't even know the word, like plain, like, disputes and like fights and like weird shit that happens on a plane between passengers because within the last three months going at each other's throats with like covid it spread yeah it gets intense it does like i've seen a lot of like hostility build up on planes and there's like on barstool especially they always show like these guys that are like screaming and like screaming racial slurs and getting yeah like bringing race into it for, for whatever reason like somebody had a seat mix up and yeah it's crazy but tensions are high in the airline industry right now but that still doesn't mean you should applaud them (laughs) <laughs> no, don't be applauding pilots. Come on, don't be applauding pilots. That's, if that's you, or if rant, you really. applaud the pilot pilots, you have to applaud everybody. Exactly. And yeah. if you think that's stupid, there you go. Yeah, you're just answering your own question. Like, don't you don't? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, like if you're someone who who applauds the pilot, but you don't think it's worthy to applaud your your taxi driver, then just you got to stop applauding the pilot because same. Yeah. Same. Same, same but thing. different. <laughs> same thing. If not, they're even more so deserving yes. of your applause. Yeah. But the, the the crazy thing, like while we're in the topic of transportation, the crazy thing is like we were talking about cottages and just cottaging last last episode for a little bit. Or no, two episodes ago before the Halloween one. Yeah. But and we're talking about the whole vibe of the cottage and then some of the music we listen to. But one thing I love at the cottage is like the old cottage wave. Everybody driving in a boat is like, hey, like the nicest guy in the world. Like, how's it going? Hey, you know, yeah. Oh, hey. But then you get back into the city 
And you, if you waved at somebody driving by, they'd <laughs> oh like my God. think you were a nutcase. Yeah. The only people who can like wave is people who drive Jeeps. Yeah, they have the little Jeep wave. Little Jeep wave, whatever it is. The, little, but was it the two fingers off I the think steering so, I think. wheel. Yeah. Um, that's the Jeep wave. Then the motorcycles have like the, they have their hand like by their hip. They don't drive by and do like a little like, I can't even, it's like a. Oh, really? Like I've that. never even yeah. seen them do that. No, mo- motorcycles. So, that. so they just put their elbow at their side, reach yeah. out with their hand, and do like a little two finger like wave. Or a little, I don't even know if it's two fingers, but they'll do a little, like like a little side, side wave off the like, side. Kind of thing. Interesting. Uh, and then one of my buddies tried to start like the Wick wave for Buicks. He's like, only Buick drivers can like, I don't know. I feel like Buick drivers are few and far between. So he started, tried to start the Wick wave. Right. And he'd wave to everybody he saw in a Buick. <laughs> never, never caught on, but hey imagine he's like driving down the street one day someone's driving a buick and they just do the wave back at him he's like oh yeah. shit oh <laughs> there shit it is, it's catching on <laughs> it made it i started that i started that imagine Wild. trying to take claim to that too like nobody would ever believe you no <laughs> i started the, is, the you, buick wave to, you'd have to make uh it like very it'd have to be a, such a specific wave you'd have to be like do like weird hand signals for anyone to like for you to be like that was mine like i yeah. did that yeah because if it was just like a <laughs> yeah something a little, like whatever like the, you can't do that it's got to be like some yes yeah like a little Ow. surfing this guy just punched yeah. his wall <laughs> <laughs> yeah mcgee doing yeah. the hand motion of his version of the buick wave might, doing McGee. a surfing <laughs> surfing with his hand just smoked his hand <laughs> off the wall not one of my fighter moments i need to talk about this though so you're talking about like crazy things that people can do in public like where it's just not acceptable out in like in public like you can do that at the cottage but you don't do that other places anywhere else you get you get like just like yeah you get ridiculed okay yeah so i saw this on tiktok and i was actually like laughing so hard when i saw it because you would never even think about it and when i tell you it i think you're gonna find it so funny too but it was like the co- the guy made this series and the series is like things that you do in public that aren't illegal, but you look like a psychopath for. Okay. Okay. And the one which I, the first one I saw and it's so, so funny to me is walking in public, drinking water out of your own cup from home. <laughs> Yeah, so he's man. like walking through the oh park my just drinking out of like a glass he's drinking water out of a glass just walking through the park and like waving to people and i thought it was so funny because it's like that's so right like if you saw someone doing that i probably other than like a little kid drinking like a sippy cup i'd be like you're a psycho like you're just drinking like your cup from home <laughs> yeah <but laughs> like the a glass what's the cup? difference between bringing like a one of those starbucks travel i guess there's a lid that's the only difference but like either way you're gonna have to hold it yeah, and it's like so still like it's, it's really, really not, not that, that weird. Big, yeah, it's not that weird, but it is so weird at the if same time. If you saw it, it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think now that you mention it, I have seen some of those. And like, I remember like hearing about this one in particular, this one thing that's like, if you do it, you're like a psycho. Right. Um, and I, I saw it again on the TikToks. I'm like, wow, this confirms that like I'm not the only person who thinks this. But it's if you go into an elevator and stand facing the crowd. Yes, you like, like your back you, is to the door and you're just facing door and everyone. You're just, yeah, you're just staring at everybody. <laughs> yes, I've never like, seen that happen. But like, yes, no. that would be insane. I would, I would be like, are, are you okay? <laughs> is yeah, everything all right? Yeah. So uncomfortable if they were just like looking at you while you're in there. Once COVID like kind of figures itself out, like the next time I'm in a crowded elevator, I'm just gonna do that and like face you should, everyone. You should live stream it too. <laughs> I keep on telling like we need to get our uh, IG live fired up more. For, for whatever updates or like whatever the case may be. I think, right. I think we'll get up some funny content, some like, right. just like no non, well, not that it's scripted anyways, but like off the, off the dome, just like unfiltered, um, content Insanity. just for whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. One more that I saw that was like the psychopath doing in public. And I think it's pretty funny. It's like not the same concept as the water, but it was asking people where something is and then going the opposite direction of where they said oh my god so you say like you're like downtown toronto and you're like hey man where is the air can or i guess it's not the air canada center anymore uh where is scotia bank arena and they're like oh it's down there to the right and then you just say okay thank you and like walk the opposite direction like you turn left (laughs) it's like yeah you, know, would, you weren't necessarily I, asking for the directions. You're just asking where it is, and you just turn the other way. 
That is weird. I would say like it'd be weird, but I don't think I'd like judge them for it because like oh maybe they just want to know for later. Like I don't know what their right. plans are for the day. Like right. So I it is is it a weird thing to do? You you just just assume that's what they they were trying to get to. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd just be you, taken but... aback. You'd be like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. I'd be pardon me. <laughs> yeah, like wait, what? Yeah, huh? no, that's that's super that's super weird. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should try all this stuff. We should get on the IG lives, like fire it up, and uh, and try to try to see how big of a psychopath we'd actually look like. Yeah, just film ourselves doing things. Yeah, and okay. and from from episode I don't know early, we still got to do a, a a solo visit. Actually, funny story about the solo visit to the bar. I did it. No downtown. I did. Really? Yes. How did it go? Explain. So, okay, dude, it went great. So here's the story. It was my birthday uh, celebration because like my birthday was in January and then I didn't go home until like Christmas break. Uh, and Scotty, who was literally up this weekend, OG Latin Launcher, was like, hey, man, I got you tickets to uh, Theo Vaughn, this like comedy show in Toronto. Right. Come on down and we'll go to the bars after. And I'm like, yeah, man, that sounds great. Thank you so much for getting me the tickets. That's, that's dope. So we go down to the show, have a great time, leave, and we go back to his place and start like drinking and preening for going out to the bar later. And he had his, his friends coming by uh, and they were like, having a late dinner or something. So then it was like 1130 or 11 o'clock at the time. And he gets the text that like, his friends are like going home, like they're just gassed and like aren't, aren't down to go out. And Scotty's like, oh, like, dude, I, I worked all day. I'm pretty tired too. But I'm like kind of in one at this point. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? Like, I came down like to, I'm in downtown Toronto. Like I'm not gonna go home at like 10 30, 11. Like that's lame. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, man? Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out. So I I have a I have a glass of wine, box wine, make a refill for the road in a red solo cup. I'm like, all right, so we get down. See you, buddy. Have a good night. And I head out and I go to the bars. Really? And I'm in line at radio. I'm in line at radio by myself. Yeah. And people are like, yo, like, who do you? Uh, people did think it was weird. I thought it was weird, but I was like, kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. drunk. I was drunk enough where I could like play it off, like whatever. Like, uh, and I was just honest. I'm like, listen, like my buddy's kind of bailing me last minute. I, I, I don't live here, so like I wanted to make a night of it. And like, I, yeah, like I know it's weird, but like I'm here, so what? Like it is what it is. Yeah. And people are like, man, like that's it's pretty respectable. I'm like, yeah, I feel I, like you'd have to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, man, I'm just having a good time. And they're like, okay, right, right on. And then I, I got to talking with like this group of girls in line and then they had like a group of like five, uh, it was like three girls and like two of their like guy friends. And this group of five people from Burlington, they're like 95s. And I was like talking to them for a bit and I'm, I'm like told them straight up, we were just like goofing around as a group. And like, I told them my, like, my scenario and they're like, yo, that's, that's dope, like good for you. I'm like, thanks. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm, because I'm alone, I'm like, yo, can I stick with you guys tonight and just hang? And they're like, yeah, no, we love that. That's, that's sick, like, come, come chill. <laughs> So I'm like an honorary member of this like friend group and they're like, Oh, the line, of, the line of radio is like long. Let's go somewhere else. So we like rip out a line and go to some other place and I'm hanging out with them all night. And like, they're buying me drinks. Like I'm getting the boys like rounds back and like, we're just like hanging out. I'm like, this is dope. Like, uh, and then I lost them at one point in the night and I'm just like kind of wandering around and like, drinking a beer. And like, I'm like, okay, well I'm on my own. Now it's weird that I'm inside alone. Yeah. So I, I like grab one more drink. I leave and I go back to radio and I get inside radio uh, and the first person I see there, like after like probably 15 minutes, get another drink inside radio. And then I see Connor Chalk and like, <laughs> I think Blake, Blake Brimmer and Connor Timmings. Shout out those guys. But I saw them and I'm like, oh my God, like that's, that's pretty cool. So I could talk to them for a bit. But overall, my first solo rep to a downtown Toronto bar was like, worked it out. worked out pretty well. Yeah. And then I, I left alone because they, they left with their girlfriends or whatever. And I left alone. And on the walk back, I, I ran into these two guys that I got to talking to. And then they were from Markham and oh. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, once we get to Unionville, go, do you want to split an Uber back to my place? Like to drop me off? He's like, yeah, man, that's, that's cool. I'm like, Oh, perfect. perfect. <laughs> so everything just like fell into place yeah. and it went really well, but nice. yeah. So man, that was a crazy, it's just a crazy night, but like, man, I, it, it, did, it didn't go as bad as I thought it would. That's actually perfect, man. That's so dialed. I know, I know. I was like, wow, I couldn't have, I couldn't have planned a solo trip any, any better than that. Yeah. Like you just went with the flow and it just worked out. Like it worked yeah. perfectly. I do want to say that it is hilarious that 
you were at that bar and you lost them and you were like, oh, it's kind of weird that I'm here alone. And you just went to another bar alone. <laughs> yeah. But Your then- solution to I'm at this bar alone was I'm going to another mm-hmm. bar well, alone. Here was my thought process. It was like so anybody here who'd seen me with that group of people. Right. Now I'm not with them. And I look like I'm just like looking around. It's like, right. I needed a change of pace. Right. Because I could be like, too, like, I'm like, an, I'm like a, I don't know, like people, people, my face is recognized at that place. Like, oh, there's the guy who was with the group of people. Now he's not like, what right. is he doing? Who is right. he? And now, now it's like, Hey, I, I got to like have a fresh start. Right. But then I ran into chalk in them and I was talking, I think, for, uh, Oh my God, who was there? Maybe. Um, oh, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I think one of the, some of the, I think Chad Burroughs might've been there, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Like some of those so you guys, just had yourself in it worked out. I had yeah. myself a time. I had fun, got home in one piece, safe and sound. Perfect. Um, yeah, made some friends from Burlington, some 95s. And like, we were trying to like, say like, the, we we're like talking about like mutual friends and stuff. I'm like, yeah, like I know that person from school. Like, yeah, like I know like her older sister. We're like, like just like, we, we knew people, we had new people in common. Right. Um, and it was dope. And I got some free drinks out of it too, which which isn't bad. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, man. Not Crazy. Much more you I, and I mean, for. like, if, if you can, if you can pull that, if you think you can pull it off and like, I, I wouldn't advise against it. I, I think like, yeah. people are generally nice. And don't want to see the world burn. So I mean, yeah, yeah, just like, for the most part, yeah. yeah, for the most part. But well, yeah, that's actually interesting story. that that you did that too. Like that's because so we funny. talked about that for the yeah. longest time. And yeah, it's, it's been done. It's been done. Um, do it too. All right. Before we kind of wrap up the show, it is November, and one of the big things for November is uh, the whole Movember theme, or uh, not theme, but like. Uh, supporting the cause and raising money for the fundraiser of Movember. So I don't know if you're watching on YouTube right now, maybe I'll upload this clip on Instagram, but I kind of just have like the greasiest little mustache. I don't even know. Mickey, like, how you, you that looks pretty freshly thing? shaven though, Philly. Like, did you just trim it or did you shave it? Uh, no, I didn't even do it? anything. <laughs> you know, your beard was like way thicker. Oh yeah, before, my though. beard. I I trimmed I trimmed the beard down because oh, I wanted okay. the I wanted the whatever I'm gonna call like air quotes here for people just listening on podcasts. So, yeah, mustache. I wanted my mustache to stand out and be like a little more prominent. So I trimmed yeah. down the rest of the beard so that it looked like whatever I had this little caterpillar above my lip would stand out and people would be like, Oh yeah, has a mustache. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's just like some greasy thing right now. So, well, it's not as greasy as whatever the hell's going on on my upper lip. Like, are you going to let it go? Yeah, man. So instead of Movember, well, I'm going to participate in Movember regardless in fundraise, but I think right. I'm just going to like let the chops come in. I think I'm just going to not shave at all. Okay. And just like let the whole face. Cause like, this is the first time since like, I was 12 years old that I've let my hair kind of grow out. Right. Um, so I figured like my hair is already growing out kind of got the fro slash mullet thing going on. Yeah. And I may as well like, see what, what I can do with the beard too. Cause I've, I'm like, if I can kind of do both, why not? For the first time in my life, let's just like let her, let, let, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. I back it. I love it. I think, so we'll I think see. it'll take some like, time. It, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Cause I want to see how yours grows. Cause I know like I just get patchy and all these like little holes. Yeah. And then I was just at the point where I was like, I think it's kind of greasy and November's here. So like, I'll trim it down, see if I can get the mustache going. Maybe I'll throw some just for men in there and get it like real dark and just so prominent and see what happens. Yeah. yeah but, I might have to uh, do the same thing. Yeah. So maybe we'll just throw out some updates on our Instagram story. Like we we'll set up a of- fundraising page too. Okay, lads and launch here in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I think okay. I think if we're if we're doing it, like this isn't about us. Like we're doing it for yeah. a good cause. If we can raise some money for the cause, it's even better. Yep. Um, but if we can look like fools for for the month and and get people Do it for board a good with, good reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Rather than how I just normally look like a fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm down, I'm down to participate. Gonna get the full mutton chops plus chin thing plus pencil thin dirt stash. Um, all right so out. check out on our youtube because you'll be able to see the progress of our uh, mustaches as we go along and yeah, then to on like go, our, one of our highlights or something on the yeah screen, uh, and then uh, go IG to page. instagram twitter and facebook and we'll put up a link for our movember page our lads and launchers movember donate whatever you want whatever you can if you feel like donating share the link around too because just being able to raise money for a cause like that i think is pretty good like yeah it obviously doesn't benefit us in any kind of way. And we're very happy to support a cause like that, but uh, yeah, go and check it out. Cause we'll do a lads and launchers Movember. So support the cause. Um, all right. 
we're about at the end. We got one more thing to hand out, and it's our crank lot of the week. So yes. this weekend, I uh, I actually went out and went to pick up all the all the merchandise and beers for crank lad so that we can hand them out to our winners over the past couple of weeks. So right here with me, I'm holding a crank light lager can. There's more where that came from though. There is plenty more where this came from. It's a pretty slick looking can. I eh? like that is the I didn't black. Even, I didn't. Yeah. I like the stripe on the side too. It's just an added element. That's nice. Yeah. Black can. It's got like the silver, like little ridges on top, the crank logo in here. And like, they've even mixed in cursive writing underneath the logo, like crank light logger, just nice black, red and white colors. Like almost looks like the uh, Mrs. Fugger reps pant shells. Yeah. 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 It does. It looks like hockey pant shells. Yeah. Um, so on the back here, it says crankability. The ability to transform the body into a well-oiled machine that produces maximum torque, typically fueled by diesel or crank light. So then just got the ingredients real straightforward here. And uh, yeah, it's just like a really good looking can. Uh, crack it open here. It's a good tasting beer. Like it's light. It's really easy to drink. This is not like I've had these before. I had them at school, kind of partially like the reason I reached out to these guys and wanted to work with them. And then I had a couple this weekend to like, you know, put them on like a little bit of a trial period. Um, but yeah, like these are, it's a really good beer and cheapest six pack at the beer store. So we're going to keep handing out our crank out of the week, get a, we'll hand out like all the merch. We've got hats, t-shirts, uh, golf towels, uh, a crank bag, that we can hand out here. So for this crank lot of the week, we're going to make sure that we hand these things out and keep consistent to who and how we've been handing them out. So for this one, I think we're going to give it to the host of the CNN election, uh, election night, John King. The John man on the King board was just an electric factory during the election night. He was updating the maps as we went he was zoom in here zoom out there pull up the numbers here pull up the stats there go here go there and he's just running this board like nobody you've ever seen literally like jordan flu game all i could imagine was this guy like between commercials he's like bent over just dripping sweat like and then they go back to him like between the election like i didn't watch it live i'll give clarification on that but i did watch all like the youtube videos and the twitter highlights of it because everyone was just raving about how electric this guy was and for something so like i guess it's like kind of exciting but it's like bland you know what i mean like they're literally counting votes and just updating numbers as they go. It's not like that yeah. exciting, but he just it's made about, it. It's not about the process. It's about the stakes, which, which right. made it like incredibly right. exciting. And then it was like a sports event. You're like, Oh, who's in the lead? What's yeah. the score? Yeah. And you check it. John King would be the first face you see, like just buzzing back and forth. And one of my roommates said it best. Like I died when he said this, but he's like, dude, it's like they freeze this guy and then only like unfree- like Han Solo in Star Wars. They put him in like that, that chamber every, and then he just, unfreeze him every four years to do this especially (laughs) like the guy's a machine yeah how he can maintain that pace like is unhuman like it's nuts yeah so he i think he embodied the crank ability here especially like what it says on the back of the cam the ability to transform the body into a well-oiled machine that produces maximum torque and i think for election night john king like really fit that mold you yeah. really maximum really torque to a T. Yeah. You look so, up torque in the in the Merriam Webster's dictionary, just John King's face. <laughs> yeah, it's just him in there pointing yeah. at the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy was otherworldly. Yeah. Um, so I guess shout out John King. I, I mean, I is there a chance we get him on the show? Like what did, what might did, have what to reach out. Never know. Never know. Never know. Personal Twitter account. But that about yeah. does it for episode 56. Um talked about best commercials. We compared Lawrence Taylor and Sergey Zubov, who would win a chess match. Um, people who clap for the pilot on the plane. Um, solo trips it, to the bars. Solo trips to the bars, which I November. thought was so funny. Yeah, that solo trips to the bars hadn't come up in a long time. And that he happened, actually man. got to do it. Yeah. So yeah. we like followed through on that. But solid episode all around. Yeah. Love it. Go check out our YouTube channel. Uh, I'll put all the links to the commercials that we talked about 
in the YouTube uh, thing there so that you yes. can go through and click through the commercials at the end. Because I think it's a good thing, like, especially if you're listening on the podcast or whatever, if you want to see what it is that we're talking about, you can click through to the YouTube. So I'll put those on our podcast. It'll be in the Spotify description and YouTube description. And then go check out our YouTube because you can watch McGee and I, you can see this beautiful Beautiful. crank light logger can here. Just incredible. And then uh, I'll probably throw in some clips of the uh, commercials that we talked about to like incorporate those in there yeah. so you can see those as well. But, but wait, there's more. If you like, UK, you see the YouTube video, you see uh, the, the crank can itself, how beautiful that is. And there's merch sitting behind Philly right now. If you want to hold them up, Philly, hold, yeah. hold up some of, the, some of the merch. But what I wanted to say, look at that. Look how beautiful that is. Look at that. Amazing. But I digress. If you want to be the crank lad of the week and receive the beautiful prize packs offered by crank, all you have to do is DM us. Give us a reason that you were a well-oiled machine. Give us a reason that you did something beautiful for somebody else. We're helpful. We're just a good ladder ladette. And you too can be the crank lad of the week and bring home the dope prize packs. Yeah. We got to do that. It's so easy. It's so easy. And go make to the it, beer store and buy you. these. Like, go to the beer store and buy these. I know they're in Laurier, Hamilton, um, Burlington, Oakville, like my friends from Bur- yeah, trip. Kingston, London. Yeah, like, dude, it's, they're everywhere. It's cheapest so easy to access, and it's the cheapest six-pack. It's, like, really good, really light. You don't feel bloated after. Like, you feel really good after drinking them. And yeah. they hit you just like a normal beer. So it's, like, what? It's why would you spend more money when you can get an something inferior like, product yeah you can get something that tastes just as good if not better and it costs less money so like what what why would you not do it? why would you not go and buy these things what are you so, waiting for what are you waiting yeah. for what are you waiting for there like, reminds me of commercials these, like there <laughs> speaking of commercials just to come all full circle that reminds me of those like um those like everest college like you're just sitting there like get up do it you know what i mean like no. The dude's like screaming at you through your t- TV to sign up for this like online course at like, like the those online colleges. No, I never. And he, like, seen at the that. end, uh, you, I'll, send, I'll send it to you after we're done recording. But he like gets genuinely angry. He's like, "What are you waiting for? Just go!" And the end of the commercial, he's just like, and just like walks away. It's like, all right, man, didn't know I'd need to be like assaulted, verbally abused <laughs> for the next last thirty seconds. But yeah, drink crank. It's probably gonna say. Yeah. All right. Do it. Episode fifty six. Solid episode. Yeah. We'll be back next week for more. What a, what a time, McGee. Always great catching up with you. Yeah, Loved you getting man. to hear the going to the bar solo story. Yeah. Just <laughs> love that from you. But yeah, great catching up with you, man. Yeah, it was a great episode. Always a pleasure. Uh, plenty more where that came from. Plenty more crank prize packs where that came from. Yep. Uh, and as always, catch us next week. Same time, same place, same lawn chairs. Cheers, lads and lads. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>